I'm Taylor Renati and welcome to another episode of Tribe and Soul Podcast. If you're a returning listener, thank you for constantly tuning in. And if this is your first time stopping by, thank you also. I promise you will still resist to be a returning listener. I sincerely appreciate you all. On this podcast, I share my thoughts, knowledge, experiences, and lessons learned on personal development, faith, and wellness-related topics. So please subscribe to be notified whenever there is something new to listen to in this space. Today, I'm going to be sharing my thoughts on our expectations as Christians in relation to God's expectations of us. My thoughts on this topic will be somewhat personal as it is mainly deduced from my experiences and lessons learned. So let's delve in and unpack some of the things I've been learning in my walk with Christ. Our expectations versus God's expectations. Let me start with our expectations. Show me one person you show is in desire of something, and I'll show you videos of people, including you and me, who woke up to the rates so much expectations of what God will do for us today and beyond. My friend once said to me that I'm always in expectation, and that is the truth. I know there are many of us at this table too. Yes, we often feel great expectations, which is a certainly okay. Living in hope is part of life. Anticipating one thing or the other is common part of our daily existence, just like how we associate with people, sleep, eat, how we shower, walk, or do anything. There is always something you are expecting in different aspects of your life. In my walk with Christ, I've learned that having one's expectations meant is through the grace of God. For everything one is doing, someone else is doing the same thing. I believe that at some point you've realized that even though people leave you on the same venture, their outcomes may still differ. The difference in outcome is mainly dependent on the steps for this. For example, you and I are selling the same products alike, same products, same brand, same size and everything. What each of us gets out of those would depend on several steps. That step could be anything directly or indirectly related to those business. When work takes the proper steps, it will be evident in your outcome. The same goes if work takes the wrong action. The steps one needs to take could be implementing a marketing or inspirational idea while seek to reset it or some time ago. They are just ideas and there is no verifiable assurance that these ideas will influence your business positively when implemented. Even implementing the ideas because we know someone who has used a similar strategy and it's worked for them or following the exact steps the person used is not a guarantee that you will get your desired outcome. And that is why I believe that regardless of whatever it is that is invested in things we do in life, the outcome one gets is through the grace of God. Of course, everyone wants the best possible result from anything they do, but what you get out of it may be better than what you desire. It may also be worse than you wanted or even the same as you expected. God's grace is more like a ticket. Letting this ticket usher you into the outcome you desire or deserve brings into effect what I consider God's expectations of us. Let me put it this way. As a Christian, I believe in the grace of God as a key or ticket to the favorable outcome I get out of my nearest life angels and expectations. But to get this grace to be at work in my life continually, I need to make room for it to work. And this is what God expects me to do. Making room is like doing the basic things God has given me the privilege to do. Being healthy and alive is by the grace of God. It is a privilege 
that allows me to get out of bed every morning, set goals and put in efforts. By consistently doing these basic things, I have leveraged my grace and created the slightest room to gain more grace or to keep it flowing to help me accomplish those goals and meet my expectations. Making room is also something like being receptive to the extraordinary ideas God gives me and following the guide that will make these ideas insulting. Being alive and fit to do basic things for yourself is by God's grace and having access to extraordinary ideas that can benefit you and others is also God's grace. So I will say that we already have a certain level of grace at every initial point of anything we're doing or want in this life. How we handle the one we already have will determine how grace will guide us to our expectations. More like you already have the lateral. Are you interested in studying it or not? Do you want to do your part to make this work or will you just sit back and watch? Do you want to fix the parts or will you just let them lie there or buy space and serve no fruitfuls? So you see, you can't say you want to have and use an oval in your house if you're not going to follow some steps to make that desire of yours a reality. Being able to pay for an oval with a set-up manual or being gifted is a privilege. The steps you take after buying or receiving it determine if you will have a functional oven in your house. The example I gave may be common, but it is more like a sequence of do this to be able to do that and do that to be able to do this. Applying this perception to broader ventures and desires shows that you will need to use what you have to get what is yet to come which is cause expectations of us. Being alive is the greatest privilege and I have learned that as children of God, we have lots of other privileges that enables us to have the expected and we deserve. I mean, the one God promised in Jeremiah 29 level. I have also learned that God expects us to use every privilege we have to activate the ones yet to call. I said yet to come because I believe that God has planned and established every good thing we deserve in this life. It is just a case of activation, and this activation is what God expects us to do. By activating, we are taking steps, doing the basic things we can do, being receptive to ideas, following the leading of the Holy Spirit, and surrendering to God's will and guidance. Even though privileges may differ, God expects us to continually use every and any privilege to keep His unquenchable grace flowing in our lives. Your expectations are as important as God's expectations of you. I want this to happen, you want that to happen, fine. And God wants us to create room for that to happen. The one piece of mind and you're moving up and shouting, can I have my peace of mind, please? At this moment, you're just telling the walls and air that you want peace of mind. If you expect to waste of mind, God desires you to bring what is to me your face to him to take care of it. God expects you to bring it to him in simple acts of prayer. He expects you to come to him so he can handle it and tell you how to handle the ones you can control. Every day we pray for the grace to do this and that. And when grace comes, first as an opportunity to take steps that will bring us the results, we become reluctant to lay them on. The first opportunity will give rise to the second, and the second will give rise to the third. And just like that, we get to the expected end. Why this is happening, another is also happening. This is just a case of unstoppable processes and grace. If you're chilling, God is chilling, so long as it is something that requires you to activate the next day. 
If it requires you, we can't do it and we can't involve another person. You have to do your part for others to continue their facts. At each level, place or time of our life, we expect something from God. For everything you bear as expectations every morning you wake up, you need to meet God's expectations of you to get the outcome we deserve. So see how good our God is. Everything he expects from us is for our good and the good of humanity. Well, sometimes when I look at things God expects me to do, I feel like it's a lot of impotency. But I've also learned from this that he would never give you ideas or directions beyond you. Some time ago, I had a vivid experience of my expectations versus God's expectations. One day, as I was scrolling through YouTube, I saw a video. I had never seen the people on that video. If it was my first time seeing the latest content and guest on that podcast. I think that YouTube content is an excerpt from a podcast. I had never listened to the podcast or seen her videos. First, I usually feared videos suggestions from the region the content originated from. But that day, the YouTube alone video pushed onto my page. I think on that video, want to hear the guests speaking about Jesus Christ as if they had a deal for her to get monetary rewards running in billions for every single one speaking. I was surprised. Everything about this day was so fascinating to me. She was carrying Jesus on her head like a head gear. And this did with so much admiration. By the time I got to the end of the video, I had screamed what a million times. I paused to search for her on other social media platforms. And then I found out that she's indeed Jesus' star fire. And that what I saw on that video was her authentic self. From the comment section, I found out that she's even a popular media figure in poetry, known for her multiple works. That increased my admiration for how someone in her line of work would be this bold about her faith and work with Christ. Guess what happened afterwards? I saw myself immediately living and praying that God should give me the grace to be a bold Christian. This is funny, very funny. While saying that prayer, I was in the oblivion of how the grace would come and the steps that might be involved. I was not in any way aware that I had a part to play. I felt like it would be some sort of magic and boom, have become a bold Christian. Maybe I thought the boldness would launch in my life the way sunlight avoids into space. Or perhaps some scientific reaction would be involved. I don't know what I was thinking when I asked God to give me the grace to be a bold Christian. I'm sure when I said that prayer, God was so happy. He would have rejoiced that. Hey, this one, my daughter is not praying for the grace to have more opportunities that were in her way. Well, God heard that prayer and in the following days and weeks, opportunities kept coming for me to heal my courage. At first, I did not realize that the opportunities coming into play were the steps that would bend to my expectations becoming a reality. I guess that they called got fed up with my reluctant attitude to do what he expected me to do for that particular thing. He reacted in his way. So that day I was appointed to do something I was very confident in, but at some point in that job, I may be required to step out of my comfort zone and show specific abilities and qualities on a very small scale. Yeah. Doing the job is fine as I can do it in my comfort zone. The problem is the part that will require me to show myself. Just as I was about to give up and lay out the walls of things a bit to do, I felt an interrogation in my spirit asking why I was shying away from an opportunity. Richard to help me become the bold Christian I desire. 
Hi. All shocked. I'm forced to be sure I didn't make that up myself. From the time I said that prayer and the time the opportunity came was a matter of weeks, but I have forgotten I ever desired such and expected God to give me that grace. I quietly sat down to replace on everything and that was when I realized that from the day I made that request, from God, he had presented opportunities. He was expecting me to get wind of that and take the necessary steps to get me the outcome. I had a mind the day I watched that video and said that for years. I also remember when I was in secondary school, I always prayed for a particular thing and relaxed as if I didn't have a part to play. Took some chemical reactions with COVID and bring it took chemicals together. God expected me to take basic steps and leave the rest for him during that time and always. My desires remained unmade until I started to do what he expected of me. A more careful look into my life, my desires and how I always expected God to help me get this and that. I realized that his expectations were always a factor in the next step and the next and the next till the outcome is achieved. So I have learned that no matter how I want to twist it, everything I expect is the best and getting it is through the grace of God. To get what I desire, I need to keep God's grace flowing. God expects me to use my privileges to continually activate more opportunities. So while you sit back and anticipate your expectations to become a reality, I encourage you to search the word of God to hear him and then with deposits. Then search your mind to see all deposits. Before you're done searching and refreshing, you will see what God expects of you at that point. Meeting God's expectations is your role in making your desires a reality. Do your part and leave the rest for God. I pray that God gives us the grace to understand that his expectations are as important as our expectations to have the things he promised us. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tribe and Soul Podcast. I hope this episode provides you with the insight you need to walk towards living up to God's expectations of us as we walk in union with all to bring everything we desire to reality. Please remember to subscribe and if you appreciate this episode, give me some likes. See you in my next episode.